carry on my wayward son there'll be peace when you are done lay your weary head to rest don't you cry no more you check the lord you won't hear some more Shining in the sun I see you walking real slow And you're possessing my girlfriend I can tell you My love for you will still be strong After the haunts of summer have gone Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I no longer have new episodes of the TV show Supernatural to cover. Mm. Uh, we have a bunch of admin that we need to get through. We have we have some 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 news, some details, some thank yous. Um, first up on the list, if you're downloading this expecting a feedback episode, guess what, Chris? 
this this is not that episode. If it's you, not. If I mean, you, it's, it's our feedback. Yes, yeah, but I mean, every episode is our feedback. I don't feel like that's this is not necessarily a big change. So true. That's that's so true. Um, we had such a huge response. In fact, we're still having such a huge response to uh the finale, as you might imagine. Um, that we decided to break our feedback episode up. So normally, if you're new here, what we would do is talk about do kind of a recap about the season and about Supernatural, uh, and then we would take a break and we'd come back and read people's thoughts and feelings. Uh, we have so many thoughts and feelings, we're just going to put that in a whole separate episode. Um, the the advantage to you as the listener is you get more Monster of the Week. So we're, <laughs> there's a whole other episode where there wasn't going to be an episode before, which is great. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So this episode is going to be me and Chris talking about Supernatural, all spoilers on the table, talking about Season 15, everything that made us feel. Um, and then... Um, the next episode will be reading your feedback. Um, you, I don't know when you're listening to this, you can try to send more stuff in if you want to, uh, to be honest with you at this point, I'm editing pretty heavily <laughs> because we've gotten so much of it. And a lot of it is, um, very similar in mindset as you might mm-hmm. imagine. So it's, it's funny when we, when we started this podcast and we did feedback episodes, um, it would be a very small handful of, of our friends writing yes. in, mm-hmm. um, given their you know thoughts and opinions. Uh, and and I don't think we ever expected <laughs> to to get these kinds of responses. But the fans are very very passionate about season fifteen. They are. So there's 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 a lot to be said. Um, They're also very will... uh, very smart people who write very detailed um, and sometimes long emails. Uh, and I I just want to say that like if you don't hear us read all of them next week. I have read all of them and I have shared probably significant pieces of it with to, with Chris. Um, we, we are reading all of that stuff, even if it doesn't make it a podcast. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, otherwise, it, I mean, it would be like a seven hour podcast. And as I said that, I was like, I bet some people would like that. But um. oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time I make that joke uh, of like, oh, if we had to read all of this to be a seven hour podcast, like somebody always responds. Oh, I would take seven hours of fronts for the week. And I'm like, yeah, but, yeah, but like, like once I get hungry, like I get cranky, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I'm Chris, just a big old baby. Chris like, is like a giant baby sometimes. Like I can barely get through the day without having like something that just bothers me. He's going to start knocking over the anime books that his laptop is on and towards the middle yeah. of that seven hours. I already did that in the outtakes. I don't even know if you noticed. <laughs> I, I had to dip away yeah. for a minute. I knocked over a huge stack of books. I, um, the second thing, uh, if, you're, if you heard that intro song, uh, I, I want to thank everybody involved for making that for us. Um, it, uh, yeah, well, we, we, we knew our friend our, Jake was working on something for us. Um, well, I did I not. Did know. I tell you the story about this? Because I, 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 your, I, tell I me started the story. this. I started this whole thing because I thought it would be neat. Uh, and so Jake Lionheart, go find him on uh, Twitter and Bandcamp. I, I, Jake was our season six guest, wasn't he? He was on the podcast. Absolutely. I uh, think it was season six. That was many years six. ago. <laughs> he and his wife bought us. I still have it. It's sitting over on my, my comic books. A a supernatural watch that lights uh, yep. up when you. Yep. I, I can see it from where I am right now. Um. He told us today that his son is only a month older than the podcast, which I don't know why that's, that's weird, wild. but that's weird. Wild. Uh, Jake is a music producer. He's a rapper. Uh, he's an all-around great dude. I went to Jake and I was like, hey, homie, I want to do something special for the feedback episode. Uh, do you think you could take the last few themes that we have done for Monster of the Week and like, uh, not necessarily mash them up like a girl talk kind of way, but like do, a, do like almost like a medley? Like, Can you mix them together? I think it'd be a really cool adventure to like have people like remember all of those themes as it as it happens and he's like sure send me the songs i'll take a listen 
And then he came back and he goes, can I make this project bigger? <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, he goes, do you trust me? And I'm like, well, absolutely. I said, uh, yeah. the big problem is going to be time. You only have like a few weeks before this thing happens because I, I didn't come up with this idea until later. And he goes, I've got this. Um, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. And I was like, okay. Um, so like a week and a half goes by and he's like, this is going to be great. He's DMing me. I don't know what he's doing though. <laughs> so finally yeah. I'm like, yeah. I kind of need to know like something about what you're doing. Uh, and that's when he started revealing it to me. Uh, and today, we, uh, on the day that we're recording this, we finally got to hear the final version. Um, he had some of his friends uh, and himself create an arrangement, a medley of four of our theme songs. Um, and <laughs> Carry On My Wayward Son. Uh, he brought in vocalists. He brought in musicians. They did a custom version, that med- medley of a bunch of Monster Week stuff which I'm explaining without remembering that you guys just heard it a couple of minutes ago. Um, right, 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 right. And it's beautiful. <laughs> well, like, we, we didn't just hear it. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it's, it is amazing. It is great. Uh, so shout out to um, Jake Lionheart. I want to also shout out, um, I'm using Twitter handles, so apologies if, if these names are wrong, but uh, at Sama underscore Megami, um, at Noseworthy Chase, and at Ben Northgraves. Uh, go Look in the show notes. You'll find links to all of their stuff. They're all great musicians. Every, everyone did such an amazing job. Yes. Um, I'm so sorry that they had to say the words that they said. Um, <laughs> we have we have had several people. We've made them sing "Show Us the Feet." <laughs> so that's a feet. that's a weird situation um, that we're in. But yeah, but um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, it re- it like took my breath away. Not to be dramatic, but I listened Absolutely. to it yeah. once when Jake first sent it to us. And was like, okay, holy shit, wow, that was that was something. And then I listened to it a second time and got incredibly emotional. So that keeps happening to me on days where we have to record. Yeah, it's it's it was it's an emotional thing because you just it makes me remember all of the t- jokes that we made on Monster of the Week. And then um, apparently at some point you said either in the outtakes or in the main episode that you would feel very emotional about a string version of Torn. Um, and Jake seized on that and was like, I'm going to make Chris cry. So that whole well, back Jake, end of that you song. succeeded. <laughs> I think that was specifically aimed at you, but much like we have aimed our emotional missiles at our, at our listeners, uh, making all these songs. Um, so again, shout outs to Jake for putting all that together. Shout outs to, uh, Sama Megami and Noseworthy Chase and Ben Northgraves for doing all of that work within like a couple of weeks, which blows me the fuck Incredible. away. Absolutely Incredible. amazing. Um, and if you want to listen to it, I'm going to upload it to the Monster of the Week SoundCloud. So if you want to listen to it over and over again, you can do that. Oh, um, yeah. And at the end of this podcast, uh, Jake, I'm going to put in a song that Jake wrote that he, it was just a Another rap. surprise. A- another surprise that he didn't tell me anything That was about. like the primer. Like you hit me with that and I was like, holy shit. Like yeah. that was amazing. And then like 45 minutes later, it's like, oh, by the way. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, I hope you're, I hope you're ready. <laughs> Um. Yeah. He just. He was just like. Oh yeah. Like. I just thought I might you might hit you with the uh, boom bap a little bit. Like bring out the rapper that I haven't heard in a while. And I'm like, awesome. So uh, there's a great rap song towards the end of this podcast. Uh, you should listen to it. It's full of Monster of the Week uh, in jokes, and it's and it's great. Yes. Uh. Um, what else, Chris? I don't know. Is this? Is it time? Um. We should probably mention the new thing, which we're not announcing yet. We're not. We haven't announced the name yes. or the subject matter of the nope. new thing. We don't. Nobody knows However, what we're covering. The first one is in the oven as of, at the time of this recording. We 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 are we are baking that bad boy up. Uh, pay attention to social media. Uh, pay attention to the podcast. Uh, pay attention to all of that stuff. We were if you're on our Patreon on our Patreon, we will definitely be sending Patreon emails out um, when we are ready to announce that stuff. It's getting close. 
Um, and it's with the next episode of Monster of the Week, kind of in the middle, it'll be even closer. So, all right, Chris, I think it's time. Okay. Um, my burning question to you, because mm-hmm. you and I haven't really talked a lot about Supernatural since we recorded about the finale is uh, you came in to that recording with a, with a lot of mm. emotional energy, having even just watched the finale, having just watched Dean die and then be reunited in heaven along with all of the cast and crew on a bridge. Uh, <laughs> what, as, as, as time has passed, has your opinion on the finale changed? Are you feeling any differently about it now? Um, it's, it's no, I, I don't, I mean, I'm disappointed. I think I am disappointed. I think experiencing the emotions that I experienced was really cathartic. And for my own self, it was a very beautiful experience to have, mm-hmm. to be able to feel the, the weight and the value of the connection to the show and to the characters and to everything it's meant to me. To be able to feel all that um, was really, really rewarding. and. Um, I haven't always been the biggest fan of some of the later seasons, um, but to get to the finish line and have that huge catharsis, um, it, it did mean quite a lot to me. Um, that being said, <laughs> all of the ins and outs and the events of the episode itself, um, are they fall flat. They're very disappointing. And uh, it, it's, I, I don't know, because... I don't want to just fully say I hate it because of how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, if I was looking at this in this, under slightly different circumstances, I, I don't think I would have liked it at all. And I don't think I would have gotten much out of it. Um, because it, because just, I don't know, the, 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 things, the things that happened <laughs> weren't good. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, and that's kind of where I was in the episode uh, when we recorded is, the more you think about kind of the parts and pieces of it, the mechanics of it, the more it, it kind of falls apart. I'm really, really frustrated that like they have, they have shown us several times that you can go get people from the empty and uh, Dean just didn't, nobody bothered to go get Castiel from the empty. Like that seems like it just, the only reason they didn't do it is because they didn't have the episodes. Um, Since we recorded that, a lot of the stuff we said we wanted in that finale uh, turned out to be things that they wanted to do in the finale, mm-hmm. uh, but couldn't because of COVID or travel restrictions or whatever. Um, but there were some ideas that were floated around that I've seen that I just want to bring up because I think they are just fucking awful. <laughs> and <laughs> the biggest of which being that Castiel would be there, but it would be Jimmy Neutron, uh, not Castiel. It would be the vessel and not the Seriously? angel. And yeah, like he would be there in the bar with like a bunch of the other supernatural cast, as well as the other thing that I kind of hate, which is like Kansas being in heaven playing the Carry On My Wayward Son, which I think would it be. It implies that Kansas is dead in this world. Which, fine. Like, I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> and I, that they get to go to heaven. Yeah, I give no fucks about the band Kansas. Like, I just, I don't care about them. Like, congratulations for writing the song. You know, I'm, I'm into the song. I've listened to it a thousand times. Um, but at the same time, I just, uh, I like. Can you imagine having like a live music scene in Supernatural? Like the times we've seen mm-hmm. that in season fifteen have were awful. Like it was just mm-hmm. not good. I think, I I mean, it is it is interesting to imagine what it could have been like if COVID hadn't happened and if they hadn't had to overcome a lot of the challenges that they did. So, mm-hmm. I I remember at the time there was a bit of fear. Uh, amongst fans of are are we even going to get an ending is this going to be it because of 
you know, scheduling and all these things happen. And I think regardless, even if it didn't come out on time, I think I'm sure that these guys would have done whatever they could to, to give the show an ending. They wouldn't just leave it off. Although I think a lot of people were very happy leaving it with episode 18. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, but it, so it, there is a bit of forgiveness in me that's like, okay, if things were different, this would have been different. But at the same time, is this these final episodes are a symptom of the of the entire season where to to talk about season 15 more broadly episode 1 and i it's man this what 20 weeks ago this is a long time ago it felt really uh uh present it felt really exciting you know there was like we are in a situation the all the the uh, the whole crew was locked in like a crypt with zombies banging on the door. Like shit, they were in the weeds. It wasn't like, okay, let's reset at the bunker uh, twice an episode, every episode and ground ourselves and, and go back to the same routine, which I, I totally understand why they do that from just like a production standpoint. Let's use the set. Let's do what we can to make this show possible. Um, but it does kind of take the, the wind out of the action sometimes. Um, and so to feel so in the moment with these characters in those first couple episodes and Rowena's sacrifice and all this stuff. Um, it felt like this season was going to be alive. Um, and, and it was really gonna like, we, we were gonna do it for season 15. Um, you know, we had the huge confession from Kevin uh, telling the boys that he loves them. Uh, that was like huge. Uh, and he was trying to be, to be a ghost spy. That was when I started to go like, okay, you know, maybe they're not kneeling everything this season. That's okay. That's all right. So, hey, sometimes um, it doesn't stick to the wall, man. You throw it up there and it just doesn't stick. And I think I, I would obviously, I would have been disappointed if we didn't get a couple fun one-off Monster of the Week or uh, lighthearted, goofy episodes. Because that's the bread and butter of Supernatural is having those kinds of episodes. But I, I, I wish that the season itself had been more cohesive um yeah i I wish we 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 complained the whole the whole season about it you know not really having that that finale drive that we wished it had um but looking back on it that is kind of a shame there were plenty of of moments where i think on a rewatch we might really appreciate these moments where we get to sit with the characters and see them in relationships and experiences that we don't usually get to see them in um and I think that's a really valuable aspect of the show being 15 seasons long is, mm-hmm. is getting to spend time with, with the characters, right? Um, that's what people are watching the show for. Um, but yeah, uh, it was the, those first few episodes were almost like a tease. You know, everything felt so alive, so urgent, and then we meandered a, wa- a lot. Um, and uh, if it had been focused meandering, that would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it just always felt like, okay, when are we going to get to the thing? When is it, when is it going to feel urgent and exciting? Um, and sometimes character moments are, are better than any kind of uh, action or excitement in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but right here at the end, I, I, we deserved, I think, both. I think we should have gotten both. I think we, we could, and you can have both. Yeah. You can have them side by side. Um, and so it, just as it feels like things are, are really, really building up, the pandemic started, right? Um, and episode 19 is four episodes in one, and then episode 20 is just whatever episode 20 is. Um, but then, even as I say that, what's the excuse for episode 19 being four episodes in one? Like, why, why was that 
that couldn't that's not just covid you know yeah, why did that that's, not that's poor planning that's why was uh, that not planned out is, is it because they wanted to have castiel there as long as possible uh it certainly doesn't sound like it <laughs> um <laughs> it's just you know there, there's ways what do i know right we're you know armchair quarterback but uh it just i i want to know how that happened how they got stuck having to cover so much ground and that's you know episode 19 is, is a super well-directed episode um and I and I said it on that episode. And I'm saying it here now that that kind of saved a lot of that for me. It was edited and and directed in such a way that it was exciting. And then even though they were just flying through shit, yeah, I was like, it's yeah. okay. You know, this is at least entertaining. But to have it be this this penultimate thing and to be where the episode where they defeat Chuck, it just you know, there's some there's some great nuggets in that episode. But overall, it's like, man, why did we just fly through that? There's so much shit that we could have just camped out on here and like. And drawn out some really great stuff. Episodes of of Dean trying to process what happened with Castiel. Um, them trying to formulate a plan to go back into the empty. And even if they didn't want to bring Cass back, you formulate that plan. But then Chuck steps in at the last second and stops you again. So now it's do or die. And, you know, there's just there's ways that they could have folded it all in together. I don't know. I don't know what they what they had planned. Um, I am. Um, but it, I, I think my issue um, when you start comparing like the early parts of season 15 with the later parts, um, I think overall, like you said, we got really good character development from time to time, like the breakup plot between Dean and Castiel, which we were really frustrated with, but only because the character, like only because we just, we just wanted Dean not to be like that at the time, but it, it eventually made sense why he was doing that. And it's they true. All- they, they did, they did do a, that's one of the few really, um, triumphant things i was trying to find a better word <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> they no, pulled off in season yeah. 15 specifically my biggest complaint about dean for how many, however many years um was was the anger that they kind of like would become the center of the show so much uh and circling through these what i felt like was the same character arc over and over again um but then at multiple different stages um throughout this season and some of last season where they actually really unpack that and deal with it it was very very satisfying as a as a hater, Jeremy, as yeah. a hater, as a it hater. was very satisfying to see them deal with that uh, in, a, in a beautiful way with Castiel kind of telling Dean, hey, this isn't, you're not the thing that you think you are. Um, and I think, so, I think the, my, my issue with the, some of the plotting and some of the mechanics is, is that like that, that compression and decompression that you talked about of like the first three episodes of, of the season are, are just, we're in this town, we're living in this thing. This it builds up to Rowena making this dramatic sacrifice that I, I'm, I'm, I love that she is the queen of hell, but I feel like I was kind of they, they did a lot of emotional manipulation only to have her show up again and be like totally chill. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you, they hung out for a long time in season 15, and then at the end, let's let's cram a bunch of plot in. Um, and that, that's that's really kind of frustrating for a show that I think has done well with some of the stuff in the past like i and i i know i complained about the monster of the week episodes uh because i felt like why aren't we doing plot stuff but in a lot of those they were trying to tie those into the overarching plot in in interesting Mm -hmm. ways but the problem was like that overarching plot i don't i hope that's not coming through the mic my dogs are being dumb um the overarching plot like this thing with chuck is so frustrating the more and more I think about it in my head. I've seen, since we finished the finale, since we recorded about it, 
I've really been spending a lot of time on like supernatural Twitter and supernatural TikTok um, because why? What else do I have to do with my life? <laughs> um, and because I, I, I'm really fascinated with other people's views, I started listening to other people's podcasts. Like uh, I, I've just been really interested in how people were were were, were handling this. Um, and the thing that I that people kept coming back to that that people that kept coming back to that I have seen a couple of times that I really, really hate is like this idea that quote unquote Chuck won or that because of everything that we know in season 15, it, it reduces the importance of the 14 and a half seasons that came before it. So Mm -hmm. like the, the idea of that, you know, Castiel's free will, right. As almost as it's written in the fucking season 15 is almost a Chuck's plan. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like it gets them, it gets like every, they they shot uh, themselves in the foot by bringing Chuck back the way that they brought him back. And Um, the problem is they never get meta enough with it. Like I wanted them Mm -hmm. when they introduced multiple universes and they started introducing Chuck as this like puppeteer guy. I wanted that to get real messy and weird and the way that you're seeing like kind of modern stuff do or that fringe did back in the day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it, but it never does that. It never fully commits to that. So it just, now we have an all powerful, all knowable being, which is like the most boring thing that you can have in dramatic writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just get really frustrated with it, with the idea that it just removes a bunch of like decisions that the Winchester has made. If you choose to believe that. And, for me and i'm going to be interested in like rewatching a bunch of early episodes uh and just like maybe not caring <laughs> and just be like just, nope season 15 didn't happen or season yeah. 15 episode 19 to 20 didn't happen i don't care about any of that these are my boys they're doing the best they can so and it is interesting that they they have kind of pulled this twice where season 4 and 5 when they reveal that you know oh chuck is a prophet and there is some grand plan here um but back then team free will the whole thing was we are going to defy that uh, and so that kind of made up for some of that puppeteering because it does suck when you find out like, oh, John and Mary were, you know, it was a special arrangement to get them two together and we worked and it's like, okay, that's sort of annoying that we're just going to go that far back and you know, to the beginning of time, I guess, to, to make sure that the Winchesters were born so they could fight each other. Um, so some of that, and you know, I'm probably being a hypocrite cause I bet I thought it was cool back then, but, um. You know, it was just it was about defying destiny, right? Fighting, fighting fate, and um, and and forging your own path, which was very cool then. And well, here, it was it was they... meta done well, right? Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's the idea of like you can you can either commit to this idea of having this meta narrative happening around it, or you can kind of flirt with it, and then you end up with Chuck taking Sam on a time walk with a watch that never comes up again. You know what I'm saying? Like it. And and it just it it just really it just sticks in my craw a little bit like because the one thing I went to the finale thinking is no matter how bad this is based on things that I had heard it's not going to take away my enjoyment for the other three hundred and twenty six episodes or whatever right right and now that I've done it I'm like oh wait it might it might kind of have yeah <laughs> it, it it is a little stinky it's a little stinky when mm-hmm. they just say um well actually they exactly had hero exactly. powers they yeah. were ne- they were never just dudes fighting it fighting the good fight they were actually they had special heroic abilities um and and they don't have high cholesterol and and everything works out for them i'm like that sucks because like yeah they were like great awesome badasses but one of the things i've talked about over the years is uh, i loved when we got to see sam and dean from other people's eyes 
because um, we get so used to them, we get so comfortable with them, uh, and so often their relationship was so messy and like they had so so many issues and so much going on, and then there'd be like a random one-off episode where we're kind of like camped out with a couple of random people. And then we get to see Sam and Dean through their eyes, and it's like, hell yeah, these are hunks. Exactly. These are the fucking, mm-hmm. these are these hot dudes who just showed up, and they're doing cool shit, and they're picking locks and kicking down doors at the same time. Doors unlocked, they're still kicking it open. Um, that was the kind of shit that I would, you know, I'd live for. It was just to get, to get to see them, we, we live with them, we see all their, all their shit, but then we get to see them be heroes anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is a great, great part of Supernatural. Um, it I- felt like... I think one of the one of the one of supernatural strengths that I didn't appreciate during this this rewatch that you, we you and I have done over the last few years is uh one of the reasons it's so successful is because it's so messy. I think one of the reasons it's so important to so many people is that it's it's really messy. Like you get these moments with these characters that may not it, it, you know, it's not as tightly woven as a Coen Brothers movie or, you mm. know, it's not as tightly written as a Quentin Tarantino movie or the Lord knows they tried a couple of times. Um, but what that means is that you get these other sides of the characters that all of a sudden take on different meanings to the people that are watching them. Uh, and it's it's something I don't think that we're ever going to happen again. I think like in a post-Marvel world where... Mm. You, it seems like TV, like they want, they want shorter seasons. They want, they want it to be tight. They want it to be, you know, we we have the story to tell and then we're going to get out of there. We're not going to get like, nobody's going to sign on to a 15 year TV show and we're not going to have, right. you know, Sam is <laughs> soulless, Sam angel possessed, Sam, you know, sorcerer, Sam, <laughs> like we're just not going to get that. They did a whole lot. They did a whole lot. And I think that it, 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 the, 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 that's the thing that I'm, I keep coming back to about about the show, and that's reason that's what I'm trying to hang on to when I think about like uh, doing a rewatch or if I like it or not or what my final f- opinion or feeling is is that it's it's still like that that giant ball of mess, and I I still love mm. it at the core. Um, but you know, some of the stuff I just it's just really irritating. <laughs> I don't I don't know how else yeah. to explain it. Like I watch it, I'm just I'm just irritated with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's that's I guess that's just sort of how we sum it all up. We love it, but it's annoying because um, mm-hmm. it just uh, it has so much potential all the time. And some a lot of times it doesn't hit the potential you think it will. And sometimes it exceeds it in a way that you never, ever expected it to, um, which is beautiful. And it's, it's a wonderful thing about the show is that it's just when you think you have it completely figured out, it does something a little bit different that you didn't expect. Um, one of my biggest regrets i guess as a fan is that they never fully let the show open up to be like an ensemble cast yeah um Mm -hmm. and i think that that is just a a, a structure of the show maybe budgeting of the show i don't know um but not to bring up freaking gilmore girls of all things where jared padalecki is hanging out um but but jess has been watching it and so i've been seeing some of these episodes that i had never seen before like in season five or whatever and realizing Oh, this like random character who has like three lines in season one is now a fully fleshed out character with storylines. And there's whole <laughs> things revolving. The core of every episode is still Lorelai and Rory, the Gilmore girls. Yeah. Um, but there are so many other moving parts, so many other characters that you can say, oh, this is my favorite character. This is my favorite character. I think most people who watch Supernatural are it's either like Sam Dean or Castiel are the favorite character. But I'm sure there's a few exceptions. But um, even getting Castiel like into that like group... <laughs> It took fucking forever, and it seems like they still didn't really want to do it by the end. They were like, "No, no, no, it's still just the Winchesters. It's not. It's not." And I, I think a lot of 
fans, quote unquote, see it that way as well. But um, I, I mean, I even me, too. it took me a long time to fully love Castiel. Uh, and it was only through this podcast and only through like the people who we interact with that I think I fully started to appreciate Cast. I think it's interesting um, that Supernatural, and I think this is the, the most visible it's ever been in season 15, episode 20, which provided like so much quote unquote fan service. Um, Dean at the pie parade, um, carry on my wayward son, not once, but twice long shots of the Impala on the road. A lot of, a lot of brother hugs, a lot of emotional man tears, Mm. like that whole thing, which I, I, I very much believe that people that ran and that created and that, that, that were creating supernatural believe that's what the fans wanted. And, just to have no idea and have not listened to the people that they were making the show for that. That's kind of not like they just missed. Like that's not what people were coming to supernatural mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. And the idea that, uh, they, that they always went back to, this is a show about two brothers, despite the fact that like, I think the only reason the show continued to get the people watching it, that it did was because of the Castiels was because of the Charlies was because of the, you know, all Jody's and the Wayward Sisters and mm-hmm. all of that. I said Jody's plural because there's like six of them in the show. <laughs> but, yeah. It's funny. Um, it feels like, I mean, this show, it was like, this is a, this is a dude, dude show for guys, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. These leads, are, they're really hot guys, but the ladies, if they like it, it's just because they think these guys are hot. Uh, and it does legitimately feel like that was like, that was the whole thing. And then after a while it's like, Oh, but the ladies, they love it when these guys are emotional again. Let's lean into last some more. This is, I assume, what they all sound this like. This is exactly um, what they sound like. Yeah, 100%. Hey, hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. What are you Hey, You see these brothers sitting on the hood of this Impala? <laughs> you, see this, you see these watches feel? on the inside of my trench coat? You want a watch? I got you a watch. Ma! <laughs> what do you think if these guys like had to punch each other? How would that make you feel, Ma? Ma! It's, back, a, um, it's one of those things where they yeah. talked about like how hot they were so much that it looped around to just being straight up homosexual. <laughs> like they were just yeah, they just yeah, made exactly. a they made a show about <laughs> yeah, some yeah, yeah. about some bi cowboys because you know but they just, just kept like it, thinking that that's what people wanted. Um, I think that they had the like women want them, men want to be them. Yeah, yeah. Attitude, absolutely. and then they that's just I mean. they yeah. were like, no, but that's how it still is. It's like, dude, the people who watch your show, like, there's. There's like 15-year-olds who are identifying with these characters in ways that you have never even imagined, and you have not stopped to consider that. Yeah. You just think it's the same exact carnal thing that gets people into rock and roll and heavy metal and like all... It's just, no, there's more to this show than that. This show has more substance, and they just kind of seems like found that accidentally time and again. And I know that there are some writers, some showrunners who absolutely understood why yes. people yeah. continued mm-hmm. to love the show. And they fought to, to do all these things. And maybe even the fact that we got the confession, because I don't, again, I don't think the show, in broad, broadly, I don't think that that's what they wanted. And I think that, you know, or the only I, one who seems to, to love it is Misha. He's the only one who fully embraced it. <laughs> or they, if, if, it may not even necessarily be as like, as, because when you say like it, that they didn't want it, um, I, I think that you can, like you, you envision some some like powerful CEO going down with the gays, and I, I don't ever necessarily think it's that. I just think that they didn't want their bro show to have to mm-hmm. quote unquote deal with the consequences of having a gay character. Um, yeah. I feel like they, they, and that's a problem from like tip to top is like they viewed the whole thing as potentially problematic and not just how people are in the real world. Like it's just mm-hmm. 
it, it's it's just that kind of like blindness to their entire fan base, which is crazy to me because I I feel like between Misha and between uh, Jensen and even Jared with his like mental health initiatives and everything like that, like you think that they would come back into the show and actively work for that stuff. And, and look, me and Chris don't have any idea how fucking TV shows are made. Like we're not in the TV show making business or whatever. We, we just see with our eyes what's, what's on the screen as Chris has said a couple of times. And I, it's just so frustrating. <laughs> I think it's so frustrating that they have, so fundamentally misunderstood why people like the show. <laughs> um, and it's wild to me that you can now, because I've been, you know, I mentioned I was been listening to podcasts uh, about Supernatural and they're in early seasons doing like queer views of season two Dean, right? Like stuff that you and I were not even possibly, that wasn't even on our fucking radar and making extremely valid points. Like they are, they're, they're making points and observations that have, that are real and substantive and is, and it changes the way you think about the show. And the fact that the show doesn't know that <laughs> is bonkers it's to me, It's crazy because I, I am one of those like dude bro fans who got into this without any any idea of of any other possibility other than my own worldview and the things that I wanted to see. Dude, that was it. Hunking guys, killing ghosts and fucking classic yeah. rock, sign me up. <laughs> but but even I began to see what was there because they spent so much time putting it there. And I I I I guess I should be one of those people who's like, "No, this is it's about the Winchesters. It's this that. But no. If even even I'm disappointed in the ending. And I should be that person who who is like, well, no, 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 because my favorite character is Sam, and who likes Sam? It's just me, I think. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Every once in a while, we get we get messages from people be like, "You're too mean to Sam," and I'm like, "Too mean to Sam? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> is it because I called him a virgin? Is it because I said he goes to kissing couples?" I don't like, even think I, I feel like I'm. And then we also get people being like, "You are too much of a Sam fan on this podcast." That's yeah. not. I'm like, what? We can't win. That's just, um, and I think that's but, the nature of the fandom, right? Like, I think that's mm-hmm. once we, once you start engaging with the fandom, that you start seeing all of these multiple facets, and like, uh, and it's, and the nature of the internet is nowadays so insular, where you know you find the same, the, the, the you find the people with the same three opinions of you as you, mm-hmm. and you you go hang out with them, and that's all you do, and that's all you talk about. And I, yeah, I I think you know fandom and, and social media in general. This isn't just fandom. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it you know it creates the the echo chamber I guess and it makes people very hostile towards each other, um, and and there's there's less dialogue although on the internet I don't know if there was ever dialogue I imagine people on forums screaming at each other about Mulder and Scully or whatever twenty years ago you know it doesn't well there's um, always, there's always the stories where like I think Kripke or no it was uh maybe Kripke did it for Supernatural but the story I'm thinking of was with Buffy um where you know. Someone was like, this character is a lesbian, and Joss Whedon's like, no, she's not. I wrote her. And they're like, no, listen. And then, like, wrote mm-hmm. a whole thing, and Joss Whedon going like, oh, yeah, totally, I agree. <laughs> like, and that, mm-hmm. engaging with the fandom in that kind of direct way. Um, and, and I wonder if, because of, like, the fever pitch that the fandom has, uh, almost at all times, it seems like, where they are... And I'm not. This the show. Is not, the show is literally trending constantly. Exactly. Yeah. Like still to this day, like anybody can drop. And some of this is like new stuff that we'll. I think we'll talk about towards the end of the episode. But like, I wonder if that makes the show runners and the network feel like we can't do anything right, which is a bullshit thing. Mm-hmm. Like you should mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. make the story, and you shouldn't worry about the way that it will be consumed. Um, yeah. 
and I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, and I'm not, I, if that sounds like me blaming fandom for stuff, I'm definitely not. Like, I'm, I'm here no. for everything. Well, I'm not gonna say everything. I am here for <laughs> fandom trying to make well, TV shows I, I, better. But yeah, I think that that fandom causes you or forces you to kind of like draw a line, um, and and that makes it harder to to see things. That being said, the fandom of Supernatural being so vocal about why they like it. You would think that they would that Supernatural would, would maybe want to cater to those fans since they're so into fan service. Mm-hmm. But it's just like they wanted to service themselves as fans. Um like I just imagine all these shitheads being like, Imagine a supernatural without Castiel. Oh, Wouldn't yeah. that be yeah. wonderful? Yeah, absolutely. What if we didn't bring him back? Uh, I I've saw I've I've seen because uh the Monster Week Twitter account, uh I just follow everybody back because who gives a fuck? Um, mm-hmm. and it's created one of those weird things that I never would have sought out myself, but like we probably follow like 1200 supernatural, like active supernatural mm-hmm. fans. And it's the most chaotic Twitter feed I've ever experienced in my entire life. And I've spent hours just scrolling, like seeing people talk about it, seeing people get into like Twitter fights about, from people who like Misha's not mm-hmm. even a real character and that kind of thing. And like, it is it's crazy. wild. It is absolutely Sam fans, wild. why are you like this? <laughs> yeah, like, fuck, you're giving fans, us a bad name. Why are you like this? We, we, had, we had a picture of, of Sam nutting blood as our profile <laughs> picture for a while, and I think that kept people away because they thought that we were, like, anti-Castiel. Someone, 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 someone said that to us. Someone said that uh, I was worried about listening to your podcast because you had Sam as, uh, as your profile picture, and I'm like, number one, it's Sam what? nutting blood. Like, <laughs> yeah, what is going on in this fandom? <laughs> But I think you know it's been it's been a long time. The show has been around forever. Uh, it's it's taken a long time to get to the finale, so people have done rewatches. I can't really think of another cast that has engaged more directly in the form of conventions and than the Supernatural cast. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have these direct personal connections with the cast and even some of the creators who appear on screen. I, it's 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 bonkers. Like it we're kind of rambling. I don't, I don't really know that we're even trying to make a point anymore. We're just talking about, no, stuff we're just now. rambling. We're but, just, I think, I think we're going to need like a, a bi-monthly check-in. <laughs> check-in. We ramble about how how was Chris doing minutes. about with supernatural nowadays? Um, that's, a, that's actually uh, an idea. And I, I, we may have some, some plans for that already in place uh, to, for us to talk more about supernatural, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at a later date. Um, I, I, I just like it just speaks to how my original point of this show is just messy and we're just never going to mm. see anything like it again. And I love it. I, like I still like as much as I can complain about it, as much as as much as you can point to a zillion different factors of it being problematic and dumb and stupid. Like I, I still love Dean Winchester, dude. Like he's yeah. he's a gigantic asshole sometimes, but he's also like one of the most tragic figures of our time and he's acted by one of the best actors I think I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. God knows I hope Jensen Ackles continues to have a, a great career. Like I I just want that dude to continue to work because he's fucking That's great. That's been the best thing about doing Monster of the Week outside of, you know, you and I being friends and getting to have great conversations. Um, is is growing a much deeper appreciation for for Dean and Castiel, more so Castiel. Like I said, I was just like, I don't like the angel stuff. I don't think I really care that much. Um, and I always <laughs> felt like I was like, we're getting away from it, man. And but, you're not wrong. Uh, a lot of the quote unquote angel stuff is super dumb. Castiel is the a lot. This is the they, exception to the rule. They always wrapped Castiel up in so much of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I also used to really like Lucifer. <laughs> so like, <laughs> times change, you know what I mean? Hey, uh, I you know I, I I don't like that dude, and we we've, we've been very public and very uh very out loud about that dude as a person. But uh, I'll I'll go to bat for the character of Lucifer through the first few seasons. Like I just think that he mm-hmm. should have just stayed it stayed back then. Like it just they they did a really good job of making him creepy and scary, and then like you know just kept bringing him back because he was somebody's favorite yeah. pet project or whatever. Um, yeah. It's weird to talk about supernatural as a whole uh, because so much of it is jumbled up in my mind. Like just the individual like things that happened, like I'll see a video on, you know, some social media and like, Oh yeah. Like that happened. Like when the fuck did that happen? Like, I don't remember mm-hmm. this at all. Um, and it's, it, it kind of makes me, kind of makes me eager to do a rewatch in, in a way like i feel like yeah. i could binge supernatural now and just like kind of consume it and and see what's up with it i guess i don't know i don't I, know, I was I don't know what just i'm saying minutes right now, ago cause... just a few minutes ago i was looking at the episode titles for season 15 and i was like what oh what yeah. happened in any of yeah. these episodes like mm-hmm. it's so but there was a time it, the time was when we started this podcast um where i felt like i could tell you if you showed me a clip i could say oh yeah that's this episode from this season. If I didn't know the episode, I at least would know the season. I, I, I mean, mostly because of Sam's hair. Um, <laughs> but it's a real, it's a real good meter for these things. Now I don't think I could do that. But there was a period where even up to like season six, season seven, like if I saw something, I'd go, okay, yeah, that is this thing. That is from this season. It goes here. Or it just felt like I knew I had such a great grasp on what was happening. Um, even through all like the silliness, you know, ghost ship and fucking Bella. And and then the Leviathans and like just all these random things that would pop up. I felt like I had such a great handle on it. Um, and doing the podcast meant really never looking back. It's like yeah. we don't have mm-hmm. not that we don't have time, but like part of the show is we're watching one episode a week. We are moving forward one episode at a time. We aren't binging. We don't want to skip back. We've we've done some commentary stuff, but um, and that was just kind of let's let's keep the commentary pure. Um, but I I do wonder. I'd said this to you that sometimes it, it it wasn't fun to talk about supernatural when it wasn't doing much. It was fun to talk. It was fun to talk. Or I guess yeah, that's it was it was fun to talk about supernatural, but it wasn't always fun to watch it. It felt like, um, and I think because it's like I like talking about supernatural, but sometimes when I'm watching a supernatural episode, I don't want to have to talk about it. I want to be able to just look at it and go okay. And I ha- I have said that in the past where parts where I feel like I had been really critical. If I'd just been like watching that as it came on TV after work one night, like watching it eat a snack and then going to bed, like or, <laughs> I think I'd be like, yeah, all right, that's or, fine. Or watching four in a row, right? Like watching exactly you know, watching yeah. four in a row so that you don't have time to spend to really break it down, and it just becomes like a wave of comfort show at you or whatever. Um, and then somebody goes, "Hey, what's going on with Supernatural?" Um, and you go, "Oh, dude, so this season." Uh, yeah, Dean's got like a this weird mark on his arm and he's yeah. Mark of Cain and like it became <laughs> this string of events rather than a let's break it down week by week and figure out why the fuck they are doing what we thought they were going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's weird. It is. It's weird breaking it down like that. It's I mean, doing the podcast has been an incredibly rewarding experience and I'm certainly glad that we did it. Um, also, Chris, but I, I, I don't know that we've talked mm-hmm. about this yet, but I, I'm pretty sure we're the only people to have done it. <laughs> If that is true, that is huge if true. I, I don't think <laughs> I've said that on a if, podcast, but I have spent a, a, numerous, numerous hours trying to go through the internet and find another podcast that has all of its episodes publicly available where you can just download episode one through episode 327 
um, that has covered the show. I'll, I'll even at this point accept not in order. Every I'll single eat, episode of the TV show Supernatural? Every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. I can't find any. I can't. Most shows peter out, or I saw a couple of shows that had season 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, um, but had picked it up when it was airing. Um, and then now they were mm-hmm. going back, so they, they will finish it eventually, but they haven't done every single episode. And I don't know. I think we might be the only one, Chris. I think we're literally yeah. the only people on the internet that's, to have done this. I want to write BuzzFeed. Pretty... Somebody write BuzzFeed for me. You got a BuzzFeed Somebody tell contact? BuzzFeed about us. Yeah. Somebody tell BuzzFeed about us. Somebody, I want to get um, interviewed for BuzzFeed so I can be popular for a day. <laughs> and somebody, yeah, right. somebody can Twitter know. search my, my 10 years of Twitter history and find something extremely I, I don't know if anybody so. goes... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if anybody looks at BuzzFeed anymore. Do you think the teens are still into BuzzFeed? I don't fucking know what teens look at. I don't is that what this podcast? Is that what this episode? Where else? Is where else into? Who else uh, would write about a podcast finishing the TV show Supernatural? Like, who? What else? What I website just, would do that? Like TV.com? Only, only, only BuzzFeed. TV.com pod, podcast. <laughs> the Podca- magazine. <laughs> podcast monthly. It's, it's a, a print thing. publication. <laughs> yeah. It's got QR codes you can scan in to listen to stuff. Um, Every issue is, is on the cover is just an, another McElroy brother that you didn't know existed. It's just, yeah, because you're never going to run out of them. It's yeah. endless McElroy brothers. And then every once in a while, there's a guy like me or Jeremy, and you can't tell that we aren't yeah. a McElroy brother because every podcaster. Oh, that guy looks, looks like, like he could us. be one. I don't know. Yeah. They were making him back in the 80s, right? That looks like an 80s uh, McElroy to me. Uh, <laughs> um. I uh, I do want to talk a little bit. Supernatural. Uh, I think we've. I, I I may have talked myself out on the t- on the show Supernatural. Uh, I think we would be bereft not to mention uh, Jensen Ackles' work and the recent announcements of the prequel hmm. called The Winchesters. Have you? You know what? Have you this, kept up? I I actually know? actually there was a there was an alleged leaked script. There was. I don't know if it's true. Mm-hmm, there was mm-hmm. an alleged leaked script, and for some reason. I saw it. <laughs> That's really weird. That is very weird. Uh, How did this cross your... Is, doesn't matter. Did you read it? I don't even remember. I, it might have been... I, I looked at like a couple random pages of it. Um, I am not super interested in this story. But I'm very excited because that means that we could do most muster of the week on it. Yes, uh, that's, that's way <laughs> um, more that's exciting. That's really all I care about. I, uh, the, the things that I'm interested in is... Um, Jensen has publicly said several times, like trying to fit it inside canon is what's the most exciting for him. Um, mm. You can have a lot of arguments about what is or isn't canon. Um, you can also have a bunch of arguments about how much canon matters and things like that. I, I this is the this is the geek in me. This is the comic book geek in me. Where if they there's an X Men story um, that people did years later that justified the birth of the original X Men back in the '60s and revealed mm-hmm. that Professor Xavier was a big old liar and shithead. Um, and that kind of like story that fits into canon and then provides shade on new stuff is really interesting to me. I love that stuff. Like mm-hmm. Marvel, all of Marvel's bullshit and trying to figure out what actually did or did not happen is a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to those aspects. And then they cast um, uh, two, they were, they were looking to cast uh, two people of color, one of which was bisexual. Um, and just off the bat, like having representation in a show like that, I think is super good. Uh, mm-hmm. The story being centered around <laughs> Mary's search for her missing father and then running into John and they, they go on the hunt. They're going to be together. the new Sam and Dean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it actually, like I, I kind of hated the idea because I don't want to, I don't like John Winchester at all. Like this one thing that the <laughs> finishing supernatural has taught me is I don't like John Winchester. He's an absolute shithead. Uh, 
it gives me a little bit more like I'm not going to say sympathy or even empathy. It it makes me understand why John Winchester chose to chase demons and not raise his sons when Mary mm-hmm, died mm-hmm, because he was mm-hmm. maybe a, a little bit aware of her past of her history with this. Right, right, right. Um, right. So it wasn't just like I went crazy, met a psychic named Missouri, abandoned my children, and then went on a road <laughs> and started yeah. creating a psychotic diary. Um, if it gives, like, I, I like that idea a little bit. Um, but I, I'm, I'm exactly with you. I think the only reason I'm really looking forward to it is because we'll have like regular Monster Week content. <laughs> It'll be fun to talk about Supernatural yeah. again. You know, uh, when, when people were talking about this a little bit in the Discord, I, I almost brought up <laughs> this is there's a, a precedent for redoing endings. Um, but it's usually only an anime, which is a, a lot different production wise than, mm-hmm. than making a regular TV show. You look at uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is probably sounds like a bunch of gibberish words I just said, but it's a very famous, very popular anime that not only did they, their, their show basically like ran out at the end uh, and the last couple episodes are very avant-garde, very weird. And then a year or two later, they remade the ending as a movie and they, they, it, it, the ending is different, but it's also like the more complete version of the story they were trying to tell. Uh, and then they came back again, you know, 15 years later to do more movies to retell the whole story uh, and, and finally finish that off. Although they ended up looping the retellings into the narrative. Anyway, not, nothing says that Supernatural can't come back for a little mini series action for, uh, a, for Netflix movie. That can that can that can fix the ending. You never I, I know. I don't know. know unless unless they just do the the thing that I think would be the the easiest thing, which would be like, oh, that was fake. That was a dream. Like Dean wakes up <laughs> or whatever. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't know how or you continue. You, go, you just you just go like a full like weird like time travel route sure. type thing, mm-hmm. um, or like a FF Seven remake where it's. Um, <laughs> You, you want know, supernatural remastered? <laughs> supernatural remastered because the remake is more of a de- more of a description rather than the fact that it's a remade game because retell anyway, uh, where you know Castiel goes back in time and he starts subtly shifting things and then we see Sam and Dean in the present timeline and Dean's not dead and everything's working out and they they're working towards a different future where everybody gets to live and nobody dies and John doesn't abuse his kids and everybody's happy, okay? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is I get to this is the time loop. I get to get I get to do over again with a little bit more knowledge. This is the time loop. Make yeah. make mm-hmm. the Winchesters be a time loop show That's where the, they fix supernatural. And then and then there's a heist. <laughs> let me let me pitch you my time heist. heist supernatural script. They everybody. gotta do a big time heist. Let's go. <laughs> Um, I don't have any more thoughts on the Winchester Supernatural. Uh, I think that's yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, sorry if you wanted to just hear our our deep thoughts on season fifteen. This is this is just us uh, talking. Yeah, this is, this is us all us over the place. Uh, Listen, couple things. Destiel is canon. Yes. All right. Uh-huh. Sam has been divorced three times. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, he had Tumblr, to buy back Tumblr. Tumblr love that one, dude. <laughs> Tumblr, yeah. Tumblr <laughs> got a hold of that, and that's that's a lot of people's head cannons now. So and and uh, Dean lives uh, in a barn in heaven mm-hmm. with Castiel. I don't know why he's in a barn. That's not up for me to decide. Uh, Chris, um, it's because they met in mm-hmm. a barn. Duh. Oh, I felt. That, I think I just felt that somewhere deep in my heart. <laughs> And it, came, it just kind of came out without me really. That's why me and Autumn live in a coffee shop. Because <laughs> that's where you met. That's where that's we met. Right, yeah. That's why Chester you and Jess live in a, a graveyard, theater. right? Oh, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just assume you guys are goth like yeah. that. Oh yeah. 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 We went to a movie. Um. Yeah. So. So perfect. That's that's those things are canon. 
those things, those things are, canon. are canon. Uh, let's talk um, about Monster of the Week for a little bit. Um, I don't know do if we've it. said this publicly on the podcast or not because it's been a little while since we recorded, but uh, we are going to be doing a new weekly show. Uh, you will have to go subscribe to this new weekly show uh, in a new, you will have to go find it. It'll be a new podcast. Um, it's still going to be Chris and I. It's still going to be uh, us covering a TV show every week. Uh, it's going to come out on Thursdays probably because that's a good schedule for us. We've been doing it for five mm-hmm. years. Why change mm-hmm. now? Um, it's, the reason I didn't want to put it on the Monster of the Week feed is because I think Monster of the Week is going to be our home for supernatural topics. Um, with the idea of more um, like the Winchesters kind of on the horizon, uh, I didn't want somebody to look up Monster of the Week and find like, oh, now they're covering, I'm trying to pick, you know, Days of Our Lives. Now it's a Days of Our Lives podcast. Yeah, and I have to scroll yeah. back 800 episodes before they get to the good stuff. Um, we're not covering Days of Our Lives, by the way. I mean, I love Bo and Hope, but we're not going to go there. Um, uh, <laughs> there's like 10 Days of Our Lives fans that just lost their minds when I name-checked Bo and Hope, yeah. by the way. Uh, Is Bo the one with the iPad? Ah, fuck, who knows? I mean, probably. Uh, so, it's going to be a new podcast. Uh, you're going to have to go subscribe to it. We will have episodes of Monster of the Week coming out every once in a while. So, please don't unsubscribe from this. Mm-hmm. Don't delete this from your Podcatcher app or from your Spotify. Uh, we have plans. We have some, mm-hmm. uh, I have a couple of guests lined up that we're going to be talking about with Supernatural. Um, I have slipped into some DMs. I have not heard any responses back, but I'm hopeful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we definitely have stuff planned. I've got one uh, long form thing that I think is going to make Chris and I insane if we try to do it. Um, but it's just the kind of shit that will make us uh, go crazy on a podcast and make Chris scream, which is what people are really here for if you're for being honest with you yeah sure 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 sure. um so like i said we're not quite ready to announce that uh feedback episode which we'll record next week we may be a little bit closer to that um but we will have an episode of monster of the week that talks about it so in the next few weeks uh you'll see an an episode from us and then you'll be able to go subscribe to a new thing uh hopefully you'll come along the ride with us it won't obviously won't be supernatural if you like us talking about stuff hopefully you'll 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 like us talking about other stuff that's the way it works right Mm mm-hmm yeah, um, and hopefully after we talk about this other thing, we'll get to talk about other new things yes. beyond that. Yep, uh, and we also have plans. Uh, things are kind of settling down a little bit. I think Chris and I are going to have some more time to record, so we'll have some stuff on the Patreon. So if you want to support us, patreon.com slash Monster of the Week. Uh, a $1 a month donation gets you literally everything that we got except episodes early. That's the only thing we hold back uh, on a higher tier. So we have already have a bunch of content, Monster of the Week commentary episodes, or excuse me, Supernatural commentary episodes. We're going to be putting more and more stuff on there. So please come hang out with us and, uh, and yes. support us. Um, thank you again to the crew that made the intro song. Uh, thank you again to Jake Lionheart for our, our outro raps. And uh, we're going to be, Chris, do you have any final thoughts? I've been dominating this a little bit. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, it's, it's, it's been a blast. Um, obviously, it's not the ending. But it, or not an ending, but it feels like an ending. It's a chapter. So, we, you know, we finished a chapter. It's a chapter. Of Monster of the Week. It's a chapter. It's chapter one. And hey, you know, <laughs> two hundred and sixty-seven episodes. If this chapter is um, if this is the last time you're hearing our voices, I, I I thank you for being with us and and spending spending so much time with us. Um and 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 yeah, well, uh, it's been it's been fun. Chris, are you, are it, it, are the you, road will go on. Are but you, it's been fun so far. Are you planning a murder suicide right now? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> this suicide. sounds horrible. Lock that fucking door, Greer. Here I come. Jesus Christ, I'm scared. 
Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week with uh, probably five hours of your thoughts on Supernatural. Likely, yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. It all started with the monster of the week. When the ghost reapers before Dean was a freak. Before Demon Blizzard, you're going on dark side. Just two brothers in an Impala on a ride. Trying to figure out what their dad left behind. Using his journal and notes, trying to get into his mind. A woman in white. Remember the shapeshifters deeper than the show? Yes, you know, dear listener. This is about two gamers who started the podcast. A creepy but necessary reason to have laughs. Peverdies and inside jokes, all things between. Even emoji rage. Show nightmare fever dream. Y'all took 15 years and you turned them to five. You never missed a Thursday and they kept us alive. We all say hunks now, improving our lexicon. So, this is more than a silly rap song. This is me as your friend saying congrats on a journey. Five years goes fast and there's still more to see. And on behalf of the listeners and this community, I just really want to say thank you, Chris and Jeremy. Clue. What's there happening? A... Can you hear me okay? I can. All right. There's a yellow light on my... How do I sound now? You sound the same. Sound the same? Okay. Just wanted to make sure that everything worked okay. I can see my waveform. I'm all right. Yeah, not too long ago, I was just telling Jess, hey, yeah, I bought these headphones on Amazon. When we started the podcast, like a week or two into starting a podcast, I don't know if you remember, I almost had to cancel once because I didn't have headphones. Um, I, don't, I don't remember that at all, but I, that's hilarious. I was using like the old version of the Apple iPhone headphones yeah. um, and they had frayed or something, so they just didn't work anymore. And it was my only pair of headphones that didn't have the new iPhone jack. Um so, yeah, I was like, well, hold on, let me scramble and buy something from Amazon. So I just bought like the cheapest thing that I could get the quickest. It was a $10 pair of headphones that I'm still wearing right now and has lasted me the entire run of Monster of the Week up until this moment. <laughs> uh, they've been great. Did I use them for like for video games for like, I don't, they're not surround sound, but I've played like Resident Evil with them on and just get that really good sound. Um, and then yeah, and I just popped them on and I just did my little tests and was like, oh no, there's no, no sound in my left ear. Um wanted to make sure it wasn't just my microphone or anything so but i uh, just just seems like that that just went out it's because i used them on my switch the other day exactly i went and plugged Nintendo's him fault. into something different yeah uh because jess was sleeping and i was like i'm gonna do a little little quiet gaming <laughs> um that's what i get for be doing some sneaky gaming honestly i mean for ten dollar headphones the last two five fucking years i think you did i really good. have no complaints i have <laughs> <Yeah>. no complaints <laughs> i'm still using them right now i can't just only hear out of one ear yeah like i think you're good like i think i would just if i were you i would just order the same headphones again <laughs> they don't exist anymore i went and looked at a certain point to be like these are great i'm buying a backup pair they don't exist anymore oh, that's so now i'm like i guess i could buy like a legitimate like maybe slightly higher quality pair of headphones I just realized you changed your name to SHKK host. That's very good. Very good. That is what I am. That's I am, in fact, that. We're the host of the next podcast from us, which is I, whose acronym yeah. is SHKK. That was a blast. Like I thought that, that I thought really it fun. would. I thought chaos would ensue. I did not quite realize how much chaos would ensue. Um, People had fun. Listeners, if you're not on the Discord, uh, I dropped the acronym for the new podcast in the in the chat, um, and people had. A, a, a like a four or five hours worth of guessing what the name could be um 
and and a lot of them were horrible. <laughs> it's sort of like this. This is it's kind of like the new Wordle. Like Wordle is very last yes. week. Now mm-hmm. it's trying to guess. Now it's trying to the guess week acronyms. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. I think my favorite one, uh, Super Hoarding Knitting Kings. That was pretty mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was uh, um, Everybody Wins, Alwyn. Um, I'm kind of scrolling through some of these. It's fun because even if somebody had directly guessed the full title, uh-huh. that still wouldn't tell it you still what would it was. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have, to, <laughs> you'd have to make the reach. like To even get the full title, Like you would have to like have me telling you, oh, you've got a word right yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then even then, like you'd have to... Because I don't know if you search that, I, just, I don't think that it, like really anything comes up. <laughs> so. Not that, no, not much comes up. Um, soon to be us. Soon, soon to be us. To be us. Um, so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I'm not going to read anymore, but that was that was a, a good time to yep. be had. I, um, dude, what you been doing? What's been going what on? Have Chris? I been doing? I've been shoveling. Been doing a lot of shoveling. You've been, you've been um, getting creamed up there. We've been getting cre- dude, like I think Saturday. We um. I expected some flurries and then it just, it snowed for like 48 straight hours. Oh my God. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, or, or I guess it, I think it, it, legitimately, I think it was 24 straight hours. I saw that on the news, um, which is, it's a lot of snow, but it, it never felt like it was a lot. And then I would look outside and be like, huh, the cars are like kind of covered in snow right now. <laughs> uh, so I went out twice on Saturday. And first I was just using a broom, not even a shovel, just to push everything around. And that's the best when you don't, when the snow moves so easily that you can just push it with the broom. That's the best. But as it starts getting a little colder or when it gets a little warmer, it's either going to get really wet and then, then it gets heavy and it's gross and it's hard to deal with, or it's going to get super frosty and cold. Um, but it was in that, that perfect middle point um, where it was just easy to push around. But yeah, push, I, 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 Dealt with it in the afternoon, no big deal. And then I look back out, you know, the sun's starting to go down. I look back outside and once again, our cars were covered and I was like, holy shit, I guess I got to deal with this. Um, went to bed thinking, okay, it's kind of over with. Woke up again, driveway, cars absolutely buried. Oh, like Jess's no. car was like gone. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> what happened? Uh, so once again, went out and dealt with all that. No big deal. Um, but then the, the wind was so strong that on Monday, once again, <laughs> everything was covered in snow. Um, the only good thing to come out of all that shoveling was that I specifically, I think Sunday and Monday, the sun was actually out. So I got out, I got out in the sunshine a little bit um, to fight, fight away some of those winter blues. It Did actually we, is good to, to both be active and to be in the sun. Did you get your little winter tan? Is that what you were doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With my hood on and my scarf. I love it. I absolutely love it. I had to wear a scarf the other day, which is not usual attire for me. I think I told you a little bit about uh, having to be out in the coldest day of the year. But yeah, wearing a scarf is very unusual. When I put it on, it made me realize that I had not, I, I don't know the proper way to put on a scarf. Like I see people on TV and like mm-hmm. they're just, they just like whip that bad boy around and, and it's just, and it looks good with the jacket. Who it's all I mean, done. Who teaches you? I don't know. Where are you supposed to learn? Where am I supposed to learn to wear a scarf when, like, I've like I can count the number of times I've had it's I've been in scarf weather, like on one hand, probably. Now, I'm in scarf weather half the year, Mm -hmm. but still, nobody taught me until I guess I guess you learn by example. I was wearing it once, and somebody was just like, "That's wrong." Oh, (laughs) and then they tied my tie, (laughs) Um, and I'm like, "I'm not going to a wedding. You don't tie it like that kind of a tie." Yeah, (laughs) yeah, this just seems like it's too much. I wear like a a big. giant overcoat in the winter mm-hmm. um and i i just try to get the scarf to cover any of my flannel shirt that might be exposed because i don't want 
my fancy jacket to be ruined by my stupid plaid underneath. Um, so that's the extent of what I do with the scarf. I wrap it around. So sometimes it covers my chin, my neck, and then just drape it in such a way that it's not exposing any flannel shirt underneath. I love it, dude. I love it. But that doesn't uh, mean that I know how to wear a scarf. Well, I mean, you probably got a lot more experience with it than I do. Is I guess is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, sure. I don't sure, like sure. I don't like cold weather clothes though. Like I don't I don't understand where you're supposed to store them, where you're mm. where, where you're supposed to do with them when you come inside. Like it seems like all you guys have like mud rooms and stuff, and we kind of have a well, mud see, room, yeah, and yeah. like a coat, coat rack or whatever. But like if I started if I walked in there with some clod hoppers and started knocking snow off, snow off my boots, like Autumn would be upset. Like I would have to do that like outside or something. I, I'm a I'm way. personally I'm a big fan of winter gear. When you come in, mm-hmm. when you got like. I mean, I love you. Love me a good jacket. You get the mittens and the hats and the gloves and all that stuff. So much stuff Um, to keep up with. Like you go somewhere. Like you go to your friend's house, and then you have to like divest yourself of forty pounds, and then you have to go, and then you have to be be careful, like you don't get too drunk or too high or too whatever, and then forget the forty pounds of clothing and just wander outside in the cold. True. Usually, when when you need all that clothing, you're probably not going to go out. Um, but. Yeah, well, why I mean, would you need the clothing? Look, that doesn't make any sense either. Why would you, what do you mean you're not going to go out? Why, well, it's why? basically when you're dealing with, you're not going to go out to like your friend's house. You're not going to go out to the bar when there's like an active blizzard situation where you actually need all that gear. Because I don't like, I'm not putting on snow pants and like my fur winter boots when I'm going to the store. Like I, that's just for when I'm like out dealing with nature. So wh- um, where, where do you keep your, your fucking fur boots at? <laughs> I then. just keep them. I, I, we, like you said, we have like a mud room right? when you first walk in. Oh, I go God. get a coat rack. A thousand pairs of size 16 shoes because I never get rid of any of my shoes. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to be valuable one day, right? They're like comic books. They're going to be, there's a lot, you know, that's a lot of material there. Yeah, I could use that absolutely. for something. If this I have was... two pairs of, of like dress boots, I guess, um, that both just had the, they both, you know, they're pretty worn out because I wore them each for about four years, um, but both had the exact same thing where the shoelaces just snapped. And instead of just buying new shoelaces, I just bought new boots. Um, but but I've just kept those other boots that are there because I'm like, well, they're still good boots. Still they just good need boots. New just shoelaces. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, uh, yeah, I don't um, I don't like winter clothing. I, I I very much actively dislike it. The other day, um, we grilled outside uh, last weekend. We grilled, um, did some Greek food, um, and we have. Mark bought us one of those solo stoves. Uh, I know you don't have a Facebook account, but that's the only place I've ever seen them are Facebook ads. But it's supposed to be like no. <laughs> you, you put some, you put some ads. You, excuse me, you put some firewood in, and it lights it up, and it like somehow the airflow like recycles the smoke, so it doesn't like produce a lot of smoke. Um, Interesting. Number one, that doesn't work if your wood is wet. It, we smoked the whole fucking carport out, but that was a totally different situation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> um, never good. But like it's it's you know to me it felt really nice outside. Uh, Autumn and Mark are like bundled up and like by this little like bonfire situation we have. Meanwhile, I'm in like shorts and a long sleeve tee, having the best day of my life in flip flops, yeah. like having a great time drinking drinking a cold beer. <clears throat> Speaking of drinking cold beer, ooh, I finally drank some cold beers recently. I I passed my month of sobriety. <laughs> when I say sobriety, it feels like a like a punishment. It feels yeah. like I had to, like, there's something was up, so I had to go soap. No, I just was, you know, just trying to lose some weight. Um, Fair. But I found, dude, I, got, I finally got to crush some Baroskis, and, and the feeling did not diminish. It is still my favorite feeling in the world is, is cracking a cold one. Oh, man. Nothing cracking that cold Especially one, dog. Especially dealing with all the snow and everything, and then be like, 
Sun's down. All right, it's like five thirty. Let me uh, just have a beer. See what's going on in the fridge? Let me see what's going on. Yeah, I had. Uh, I am also in the situation where I'm trying to uh, cut out calories in my life, extra calories. That is. Um, so if I drink, I drink whiskey because that's, that's the mm. kind of motherfucker mm. I am now. Um, yeah. Now I have four bottles of expensive bourbon in my house. Like this is going the wrong way. <laughs> I spent I when I when I went to the store, I spent a long, long time looking at the whiskey shelf, and I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm spending money that I don't have on some whiskey. I'm gonna do it. And then I remembered that I actually have two half half full bottles back at back in my house. So I was like, let me finish those. Let me let me be responsible. I'll take care of what I already have. Uh, then I'll go buy something fancy. But I had, I had I had some uh it was like a orange beer it was like a it's like a citrusy kind of beer out of New Orleans um I had never seen this brewery before it's called Second you talk, Oh you talk, oh beer a citrusy beer yeah yeah I had beer on Friday interesting I yeah. actually had I actually had a, a citrusy whiskey recently Ooh, interesting that was like I, I don't know if it's supposed to just like emulate the taste of an old fashioned once you've put everything in it mm-hmm. uh, I mean it still certainly tastes like whiskey but it has almost it has a this citrusy like edge to it. It's a, very, it's a delightful drink. I don't know the name of it. I'll have to look later, but it's delightful. Well, I've been doing that with bourbon, is doing the orange peels and, you know, just basically mm. making it old-fashioned, but just like straight bourbon a little bit of ice and an orange peel. I learned a valuable lesson about orange peels, by the way. I don't know if you know this lesson. Uh, mm. Don't put orange peels in your garbage disposal. <laughs> what it, happens when you do that? It breaks your garbage disposal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> it, they don't, it doesn't break down like a lot of food does. Um, and it, mm. it, can, it can back it up and it can like kind of lock up the motor. Um, and then you have to, uh, I devised a clever way of um, back flowing water through the thing to yeah, rinse it yeah. out. Um, and my clever way was just use the dishwasher. So that was pretty easy. Um, oh, but nice. it washed up into the sink in a real gross fashion, like all of this food particles e. that had been caught up. And most of it was uh, not quite chewed up uh, orange peel. Because what I was doing is like, oh, I finished this drink. It still has some ice at the bottom and it's, and this orange peel. I'm just going to throw that into the sink and then make myself uh-huh. another cocktail. Don't do uh-huh. that. That's that's bad plans right there. That's totally bad plans. So Lesson learned, though. You gotta, I mean, you got to learn a little bit of something every time you get drunk. You know, I'm 41, dude, and I'm still learning lessons about life. You know what I'm saying? You that's, never, that's you, what, you know, these youths, they don't know. They're getting they blackout drunk. That. They don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know. There's still lessons to be learned, you know? I mean, in my youth, I would probably swallow the orange peel. I wouldn't think that it was just a, there for flavor. Yeah. Be like, no, that's there for me. To, it's in my cup. What do you want me to do with it? <laughs> it's, a, it's also, it's a cup. It's not a glass. It's not anything specialized. It's a cup it's a because cup. I'm 20. It's a cup. <laughs> it is It is probably like a McDonald's cup with the top cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think about this time, you know, we all, it's the one time I, my cousin passed away when he was really young, but it was the one time that we like went to a party around here. Um, I think I had just turned 21 and... I got a bottle of, of Jack Daniels because that's the only kind of whiskey that I knew about. And I just drank the whole thing, like from the bottle. Um, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think you should do that. It's the only time I've ever blacked out, which you can understand why, because I drank that and then we, we, my cousin split. Um, it, was a, it was honey Jack Daniels, which uh-huh. made me puke my brains out. Oh, my um, God. I just thought, you know. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> this is like this is this is nothing. This is no problem. Meanwhile, I lit- I have no memory of like half of that night. Um, I, and I and I think I was just like, oh, okay, I'm fine. And the next morning, I just woke up and I was just fine. You were okay. Um, the first time that I ever drank, I was straight edge, but so the when I broke edge 
I don't think it really counts as being straight edge if you're <laughs> under the legal drinking age. Um, That's, breaking the edge not, sounds you're like not something. Abstaining. Bra- <laughs> you just, you just not, aren't allowed. I didn't really. I didn't know people called it that. Breaking edge. Oh yeah. yeah, breaking edge, dude. If you break your edge, you'll break your face. That's the. Uh, that's that. That was a a thing that people would do. I don't, I don't, like the straight edge. You can't see me right now, but my eyes are rolling. <laughs> yeah, that's what these. That's what these people would would do. The straight edge kids are. They're not kids. They're like all grown men who who generally have a chip on their shoulder about something and they're they're very aggressive and it's not really a crowd that i liked being associated with um, if shout out to anybody who's straight edge listening to this i'm not trying to insult you but there's just a lot of tough guys who just they picked something to be pissed off about um and and they've made this that this they're being all of hardcore is kind of violent anyway anyway i'm going off on a tangent here <laughs> what was i talking about oh yeah when i broke edge mm-hmm. <laughs> using the term again um i think i had something like 17 beers my first day um, Jesus, you went from my, totally sober yeah, not, to seventeen yeah. beers. Well, you know, I I had um emotional problems. Okay, <laughs> um, I mean, you had a, it sounds like you had a fucking alcohol problem, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we were at a um uh, it was like a college graduation party or something, and uh, I just kept I just kept going from maybe one o'clock in the afternoon till twelve uh, o'clock that night. Um, and was I I mean I was pretty hammered, but I woke up in the morning. And I was like, okay, that was wild. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. Now, if I like, if I have one beer too many, we're talking one beer too many. Dead. That's like beer seven. If I have beer seven, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna feel that tomorrow morning. It's gonna be a little bit harder getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> now, if I had 17 beers, I'd be in the ICU. You'd be fucking dead. Absolutely, you'd be a hundred percent dead. I don't know. Which isn't to say I think if I drank that much during the evening. I would be okay. I think I could handle that amount of alcohol without issue. It's just beer. I just think what I what I mean is that in the morning, yes, I would I would be in a lot of pain. You wouldn't feel great, is what you what would happen Sunday. What I mentioned having those beers when we were grilling on Sunday. Um, so I had a couple of beers outside, and then we came in and we watched some TV. Um, and then we ate, and I had some like a couple of cocktails in between. I didn't think that I was like out of whack or anything like i didn't think that i was like crazy or over over the mount limit or anything like that but i woke up the next day and was just like what the fuck has happened to me <laughs> like this feels uh-huh. awful uh-huh. and um yeah trying to stay consistent with this exercise thing uh obviously i had lost the diet the day before like you know i'm eating hummus and pita like i'm i'm not not stressed about calories on on the, on yeah. the sunday but um still want to get up and do like the exercise and it it was it was mean chris they had it was just me they wanted to do like reverse lunges and at the same time like bring both of your arms straight out like yeah yeah it just wasn't it wasn't a good and i did it like i sweated my way through the whole thing wanting to quit the entire time and it sucked ass so i don't know i don't know it's not easy being healthy it's not what we talk about now that we're old we used to talk about video games we used to talk about video games did i um did I tell you about Nobody Saves the World? I feel like I did. I finished yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think we game. talked about that um, on here. That game is awesome. Everybody Hell should play yeah. it. It was way longer than I thought it would be in a good way. Um, it was like the way that it combines, that it lets you combine abilities and create all of these weird builds with stuff is just really, really interesting. Um, and in the countdown to Elden Ring, I am playing Ali Ali World. Uh, which is a. <laughs> I know that you're playing that, but when you when, when you prefaced it with the countdown to Elden Ring, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a weird combination. I know uh, my past history with Ali Ali is, uh, like 
it's a great skateboarding game um and it's really fun it's really funny it usually has great music uh it's real easy to kind of get into and then when the mastery comes when it's time to like when you get to the point of the game where it's like oh you have to you need to go through and clear every challenge and all of that Mm. stuff is when i tap out i'm like i can't i can't keep up with this amount of work um and i figured that's I have probably that much Ali Ali world in me until next Friday when Elden Ring comes yeah, out. Yeah. Um, and even if I like finish the game and I'm butting up against that, then Hey, like wh- why not? Like why not just spend some time and practice or whatever? Um, but yeah, I'm just, um, that game is, is really, there's an absolute delight. I sent you a video of me playing it today. So you can mm. see what, like what, what, what all you had to do during it. And it's, it's a lot. You have to have your it's fingers. And today I found out, I sent you that big long text about like all of the stuff that you can do. And just by accident, I, uh, I hit the R2 button in the middle of a jump and I started fucking twirling around so I can do like 720s yeah. and shit. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. It now, might be easier to just learn how to skateboard. <laughs> at 40? <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Nah. <laughs> I've never ollied in my life. That's a that's a, be a, a life-changing injury, my man. Yeah. I would ollie that, once yeah. and it would be well. I told you I told you once before when I was maybe 19, I busted my ankle skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And I was 19, I was still a teenager. I still had the one in front of the number. Yeah. Uh and even then I was like, "No, nah, I'm too old for this. I ain't doing it. <laughs> this ain't for me, man." Yeah, it's um it's not a good situation. Um I um I I What have you been doing? Before, you been are you JRPGing right now? What are you doing? I'm JRPGing. I'm in the middle of like 10, 13 Sentinels, still trying to finish that game. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, still trying to finish that game. Jesus. Vagrant Christ. Story, PlayStation 1, Final Fantasy Tactics, PlayStation 1, but playing it on my phone. Um How have you put I, yourself in this situation, Chris? I just I I haven't been able to focus on any one thing, and I always have a long list of games I want to play. Um and since I can't focus, I just end up jumping between different things um, and then not finishing any of them, which is what I always do. Sure. Uh, also playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, just finished Heavensward, the first expansion. Finally. I've been playing this is game that, since like it, 2017. Is Heavensward, like after Heavensward, it gets good, right? Like the story it's after, really um, takes off. It's after A Realm Reborn, which is like when they rebooted the game, it came out as Final Fantasy XIV. It sucked ass. They rebooted it as A Realm Reborn. Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. then... The very, very end of A Realm Reborn kicks off hard as fuck. Um, you do the whole, the whole game is, uh, I, you, you go to different areas. People have summoned different, what they call primals. They're like gods, essentially. Um, and they're all woken up and they're all pissed off. So you gotta, you gotta fight them. Um, and that's what you do. And it's just kind of like rinse and repeat. And there's some background stuff going on. You work with different characters. It's cool. Uh, and then you finish A Realm Reborn and you do what they call the, the post, you know, patch content, I guess. Um, which is just like 75 hours of fetch quests. It's not quite that long, but it was incredibly boring. And I think that that's a point where a lot of new players, especially, are like, mm, this sucks. I don't want to keep doing yeah, it. All my yeah. friends said this was a great game, but I'm not having fun. Um, and, and yeah, Steve kept trying to push me through that. This was a couple of years ago I did that. Finally got to Heavensward, which is where it's like the Game of Thrones um, style, like serious fantasy. The writing mm-hmm. is brilliant. Um, and you, that then it really really pulls you in, and um, it still took me like years to finish it because I you know unsubscribed and all that stuff. Finally back into it. Finally did that. Um, still dragging my feet because I don't like playing in groups. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting better at it, but I I'm still I'm stuck in the solo player mindset. So yeah, I never finish any games. Listening to Don't Give Up Skeleton today made oh. me want to play Dark Souls, but I'm trying to resist that urge because I don't want to like build up that muscle memory mm-hmm. so immediately and then have to switch it to any slight difference in Elden Ring. Uh, um, it would actually be probably a good warm-up. 
to be really? quite honest with you. Yeah. Like it's, Ooh. I mean, um, it, there's, there's a lot of DNA there, man. Like you're, you're going to boot up Elden Ring and go, Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I still okay. have not finished remastered dark souls remastered. Okay. Um, that was what 2018 when that came out. I uh, do not know. I, I, don't, I do not remember. I had the, I had the flu right at the beginning of that year and played through all of dark souls in like three days, uh, which was a wonderful experience. It kind of like got me through being bedridden. Um, and I never thought I could beat that game so fast. But then I think like two weeks later, <laughs> they announced uh, the remastered. I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to play it again. But, but when it came out, I just didn't, you know, it wasn't in the mood. I had just done it. So it hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe, maybe I'll throw that on instead of all these other things that I'm doing. It's, um, it's going to be exciting, dude. I'm excited about Elden Ring. Like it's, I just, I don't know, man. I just. I haven't looked into it too, too much. I've watched, you know, the, the, the announcement trailers and stuff. I've seen the gameplay. Um, so I haven't, like, intentionally not looked at stuff, but I have kind of kept some of the things away. I, I don't know a whole lot about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking I might just go dark on Twitter when it, when it does come out. I, just to own, I, I said this to you before. I just want to talk to you yeah. and, like, talk to Steve and, like, my actual friends and just have those private conversations of, like, hey, did you hear about this thing? Have you tried this? Um, because once I start seeing everything on Twitter, it's not that I'm worried about it being sp- like spoilers. I don't really care that much. Um, I just don't want to get the FOMO. You know, I don't want to yeah. be like, oh, this person has done that. I want to try that. And then I rush through things. I don't have a good time. So I just want to take it slow and explore and have that, a good time. That's exactly what I am worried about myself doing. is, And that's one reason that like I'm glad I'm not as connected to the Souls community, even though I... I'm releasing a Dark Souls podcast this week, and I'm guesting <laughs> on another Bloodborne podcast in the next uh, little while. Um, but it, it just so all of my friends are going to be playing it. Uh, I I'm, I really do think outside of like you and Gary and some other people on the Don't Give Up Skeleton Discord, like I just won't talk about this. Like I just mm-hmm. I just want there this to be an experience um, that I don't. And then once once you've beaten it, then you can go and engage with everybody and all the stuff people are making and all the things people are talking about. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's only going to be realistically like a week difference, right? Yeah, like, yeah. We we all know we're going to power through it anyway. So, ironically, um, the the thing that's probably going to be happen, the thing that's probably going to happen is the timing will work out so that I will be in the middle of video editing for the new podcast uh right around the time <laughs> like that i think that first weekend is going to be when some of that stuff happens <laughs> so we're gonna have to um we're gonna have to break out the outtakes of the new the new show and just, just to just spare to be all, a, yeah. all these people from from listening to us <laughs> all, talk all about of our all of our existing minutes. fans is gonna be like if you don't like elden ring like don't listen to chris and jeremy talk about elden ring like <laughs> they, they, there's nothing funny that's happening it's just them talking about elden ring now uh, speaking of doing a podcast, do you want to talk mm. about some supernatural? I just chugged a healthy amount of water. Okay, let's talk about supernatural.
And as far as dad goes, I dream about dad all the time. You do? Of course I do. It's usually the same one, too. We're all in the car, I'm sitting in the driver's seat, dad's sitting shotgun, but there aren't any shotguns. There's no monsters, there's no hunting, there's none of that. It's just, he's teaching me how to drive. I'm not little like I was when he actually taught me how to drive. I'm 16 and he's helping me get my learner's permit. Of course, you're in the back seat just begging to take a turn. Pull up to the house, the family house. I park in the driveway and he looks over and he says, perfect landing, so. I had that dream another couple of months. Kind of comforting, actually. I always, uh, I always dream about mom.